are not listening to Underqualified Moms. We are your hosts, Shonda and Britt. This podcast is all about motherhood, marriage, careers, spirituality, and everything in between. And we have vowed to speak unapologetically about it all. much joining us today. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about what it was like when we found out we were pregnant as well as our pregnancy journeys and kind of what that was all about for those beautiful nine months. <laughs> beautiful is an interesting <laughs> word to use. <laughs> mine mine was beautiful. Shonda's, uh, mine so was much. real ugly. <laughs> but that's where we kind of are going to get more into, as you will see, like, really how different each of our pregnancies were. Not yes. so much when we found out, because those were both pretty similar yeah. to each other. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but our pregnancy journeys were way, way different. Yeah. So we are going to jump into that. Um, are you going to go first, or am I going first? Um, rock, paper, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. Ready? Ready? One, two, three. Oh! oh. <laughs> Are we doing shoot? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? What? Yeah. Rock, One, paper, two. scissors, shoot. Okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Do a different one than me. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> so Shonda you... Won. Oh, wait. So does that mean you go first or I go first if I won? <laughs> we didn't decide. You I'll go, go first. I'll go first you because go I first. think you went first last time. Yeah. We literally just did rock, paper, scissors. I know you guys can't see us, but... Uh, oh, and we weren't recording. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Um, Redo. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so this is going to be super interesting. Again, because we have such different, you know, ways of how everything worked. Um, but obviously not how we got pregnant. That all happens the same <laughs> way, typically. Um, but, <laughs> I guess they are in different ways. Um, but hopefully some of you guys can really relate to each of our stories and mm -hmm. how they kind of played out for both of us. Um, so we're going to start first by just kind of talking about what it was like when, when we, we found, found out we yeah. were pregnant. You can say how you found out. I can say um, how I found out. And then we'll talk about our pregnancy. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to have you start first because you found out you were pregnant before oh, me. Oh, yeah. That's true. The babies, I was just a couple months ahead. Yeah. So the babies are four months yeah. apart. Yeah. So Shonda was a few months ahead of me. And I'm having you go first, too, because there's kind of a funny story within the mix of all of that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have you go first. Okay. Let's talk about how and when you found out that you were pregnant. Okay. That works. So I had been on birth control basically since I met Aaron, which had at that point been like three years, I think. And I, I was on the Nuvering at the time, not sponsored. <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> no, they won't sponsor me after I say what I'm going to say. Um, I basically had been getting like horrible depression and anxiety from the Nuvering, which I had never done. I've never been someone that really dealt with that. Bless my soul. Thank God. <laughs> but I, I know a lot of people struggle with that just on the daily and I'm complaining about just doing it with birth control. Anyways. Um, and it would also give me like shooting headaches. Like I, sometimes I thought that I was having like a brain aneurysm. Like I would fall to my knees because the head, yeah. the pain in my head was so bad and it was the birth control doing it. So 
I finally, Aaron was like, just get off of it. Like, we'll be careful, you know, and we'll just, I, I was going to use a little tracking app and be <laughs> on top of things. And again, Aaron was rotating in the oil field at the time. So I was like, it'll be pretty easy to, you know, navigate those waters. And uh, it was, it was September of 2019. And I had, since I had gotten off of birth control, I was always like taking the ovulation tests and taking pregnancy tests just to keep myself, you know, calm anytime because I never had a regular period ever, like my whole life. You were just taking random pregnancy tests? Oh yeah, tests? all the time. Cause I would be like, hmm, I haven't had a period in a while. I'm going to take a test just That's to be sure. Brutal. All the time. I literally That's because a lot of money to spend on pregnancy tests. It was. It was. <laughs> I bought the cheap ones, but yes, it was. I li- but it was worth it for peace of mind. So I have never had regular periods, so it was very difficult to track anything because I could go three months without having a period and nothing would happen and then I would, you know, have a period within twenty four days of, you know, start and end. Yeah. And um I think I had been off of birth control at this point for like a year and I actually went to the gynecologist and I was like, I have not had a period in over nine months. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Ooh, yeah. Like I, I always knew that coming off of birth control was going to make like your cycle kind of weird and it was going to take a while to get back on track, but I hadn't had a period for like nine months and I had been off of birth control for a year at that point. So I went into my gynecologist and I was like, uh, what is going on? Like, is there something wrong? And she was like, well, based on what you're telling me, it sounds like you could have PCOS. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, does that mean that I'm going to have fertility issues? And she was like, oftentimes it can mean that you will have fertility issues, but I won't be able to know until we do an ultrasound on your ovaries and see what's going on. So I was like, okay. We got the appointment scheduled for the ultrasound of my ovaries for like a week from then. And so that was like the 1st of September. And on the 5th of September, I did one of my routine pregnancy tests and expected to see the same negative that I always saw. <laughs> and suddenly this bright blue line popped up. Surprise! This, yeah, and I, I kind of, I literally, it was a casual night. It was just because I took pregnancy tests all the time. <laughs> So Aaron was just chilling in the bedroom watching TV. I went to the bathroom and I just took my test for funsies. And then all of a sudden that blue line was there and my whole world froze. And I remember I just kind of like put my hand over my mouth and I was just kind of like, no, no way. Nope. And I, I, I sat on the bathroom floor and I just stared at the test, and then I moved to the bathtub at some point, and I just sat on the edge of the bathtub and just stared at the test. And I don't know how many minutes later it was that I finally was like, babe, and he was like, yeah, can you come here, please? Okay. And he kind of came into the bathroom, and I was just like kind of looking down, and I, like, looked up and met his gaze and looked back down. And then I just put the stick in the air without looking at him. And he kind of walked over and grabbed it and looked at it and was like, well, we should probably move the wedding up. And I 
burst into tears because I yeah. was not prepared at all. I had always been deathly afraid of pregnancy. I didn't like kids. I didn't really want kids. I don't think I ever wanted kids, really. And I um, I just, and what's weird is like we were at a perfectly normal stage of life, okay? Yeah. We both were settled in our careers. Like we had a cute house. We have a cute house. We're, you know, we're living in a good place. Like we're at, and you know, I'm what? 24 at the time and Aaron is 30 so it's like we're in a perfectly normal situation to be having kids but I was not there mentally yeah and I was like no way there's just yeah but which mind you guys too when we talk about like being in the same situations kind of we were both engaged at this point yes both planning weddings at this point with set (laughs) date yes at this point yes we literally had a date set like we were already working with a wedding planner we already had things started and then we found out that we were pretty much going to be having the baby right around when we had planned our wedding so I was like well <laughs> that's not gonna work anymore <laughs> so uh yeah I'll uh I think at that I just cried and Aaron just held me and said that it was going to be okay and it was going to be amazing and we went to sleep because we didn't have anything else. He's like, there's nothing we can do about it now. So we just went to sleep. Yeah. And then we'll, I'll talk a little bit about when I found out, but I do want to jump into like your traumatizing shit that happened, y'all. I still forget you about that. You definitely sometimes. don't want to miss this part of it. Like it still just makes me even nauseous. It is. Um, but with okay, Shonda, go ahead. yours is fucking funny. Mine is pretty <laughs> funny. And with Shonda's too, the funny thing about it was, we I think I had planned a girls' night out. It was something like that. Oh. It wasn't for my birthday. It was just I think a random yeah, girls it was night just out. a random night. And so we had all went out. There was a group of like six of us, I think, that went out. This was a few days, I think, or maybe a few weeks after Shonda had found out she was pregnant. And she hadn't said anything to me. I had no idea. So we go out to dinner. It was literally the night before. Oh, it was the, the night before, night before we went out. Yeah. And that's why I didn't want to say anything because I, I still, it was still a whirlwind. <laughs> I literally found out like less than 24 hours before we went out. So I was like, I'm not going to say anything just in case. <laughs> yeah. And so we go out though and I'm like, she doesn't, she doesn't order a drink. And I'm like, what is wrong with you, you know? And I think you actually said you didn't feel good I or did, something. which was true. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, like pregnancy did not even pop into my mind with her. Yeah. Because that was not, that wasn't even anywhere in the scope of yeah. what you were thinking. I was yes. just like, I don't feel good. Like yeah. I have a bad headache. So I don't want to be hungover. Bitch and was like, okay, <laughs> let's just go out. And we did. Like she came out, we partied all night. Well, some of us did. Um, And then we went home. But um, so with mine, it was kind of the same thing. Like we we were engaged. We lived together. We, yes, we weren't married before we moved in together. We were living in sin. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, we were kind of in the same place. We'd been together for like four or five years at that point. Our wedding was set for October. We had good careers. Yeah, like we were, everything was fine. It was great. I just, I think Michael was way more ready than I (laughs) was and even am. (laughs) 
And so he's like, let's have seven more. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. No offense to any of you moms that do that. I mean, praise, praise you. No, there Bless is offense. You. How yeah. dare you have that many children and put yourself through that? Yeah, that is actually pretty accurate. Um. Yeah. And so. Let me think. I was, I'd been on birth control for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And as I started kind of like my holistic journey, I really didn't have anything in my body at that point. I wasn't taking anything. And that was really the last of it. I got off of birth control um, March of 2018. Okay. No. When did I have him? 2020? (laughs) Yeah, we had So I got off of it. Oh no, so I got off of it 2019. It was like March of 2019 when I got Yours was off of pretty quick control. after you got off yeah. birth control. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you know, don't listen to people when they're like, oh, if you've been on birth control for so long, once you get off, it's gonna take years. <laughs> Negative ghostwriter, because it was not years. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm good, I'm in the clear, I'm gonna follow my little app. Yeah. Um, and that was going great. Like my app was actually working well. I was off my birth control and I still know exactly when we got pregnant. (laughs) Um, but the weird thing was like, I know for all of you listening, this may be too much information, but like they talk about like sperm can stay in your body for Mm -hmm. X amount of days. Yeah. Well, obviously we're playing with fucking fire. Okay. (laughs) I get it. But like it, his little swimmers stayed in there for like. (laughs) I mean, the, like, perfect timing of ovulation. Yeah. And so, the funny part about it, too, so Shonda was pregnant. At this point, I had already found out that she was pregnant. Yeah. One of my other best friends was pregnant as well, <laughs> Jen, giving you a shout out. Um, and they we had, Jen. yeah, and Jen and Ryan had came to stay with us, and we all went to dinner, and, like, we're all joking about me being pregnant, blah, blah, mm. blah. And because I had missed a period... Or it was like a few days oh, yeah. late. We even stopped our like hanging out. We were like, let's go to Walmart. Let's get a test. If yes. all three of us are pregnant, that'll be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like freaking out, panicking. But at the same time, like, okay, maybe this could be kind of exciting. Yeah. We go to Walmart, get a test. Turns out I'm not pregnant at that point. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I'm relieved. There's a weight off my chest. Uh-huh. Um, but then fast forward uh, a few months later, and because I think it was January mm-hmm. when we found out or February. Yeah, it was January. Know. It was like beginning of the year. <laughs> um and I had missed my period, but I was like, okay, my periods are kind of weird, but I just had this like feeling, okay, I need to take a test. Mm-hmm. And I go to take the test. This is the middle of the day. Michael's at work. Um and I sit down and I pee <laughs> and I pull it out and like also, by the way, these tests will be like, oh, wait, like, five minutes. Yeah, you have to wait five no. minutes. No. 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 <laughs> as soon as that thing came away from my vagine, <laughs> the line was instantly like, That's exactly how mine was. Yeah. Like, the second my stream <laughs> hit yes. the stick, it was like, bing. Yeah. pregnant and I was yeah. like, bleh, bleh. like that, maybe it's a faulty test yeah no that thing could not have flashed pregnant any more quick quicker <laughs> than it did um and I just sat there for a minute and I 
I like looked at it and I was trying to breathe and I was confused <laughs> because I was like, what is this? Like, this isn't, no. And I'm like reading the directions thinking, surely this is not right. No. And I feel like I'm getting hot and I start pacing my house and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what, what? No, this can't be happening. So who do I call? You know, not my fiance, not my mom. Nope, I call Shonda. She calls me, and what is hilarious is that Brittany and I don't really call each other, okay? We aren't those friends that call and chat, none of that. So I am at a conference in Dallas, Texas at the time, and I'm chilling in my hotel room waiting to, you know, go back down to this meeting that I'm in, and all of a sudden I see her name pop up on my phone. I'm like, what the hell? There must be something going on if she's calling me. And I answer the phone and she just goes, I'm fucking pregnant. And my exact reaction was, literally starts laughing. And then I start bawling. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what's happening. I literally started laughing. I just was like, oh. Yeah. No, it was like sheer panic and confusion. And I'm pacing my house and I'm talking to Shonda. I'm like, hey, it's going to be fine. Yeah. We're going to be fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, we had definitely, uh, I think, talked that one into existence for sure yep. because that happened. We did. Um, we put the energy out yeah, there. Yeah, we always joke, too, that, like, Shonda found out I was pregnant before Michael did. Um, he did, in all fairness, he came home later that day and I had, like, wrapped the pregnancy test. And Which, if I you think video. about it, it's actually kind of funny that we do that because we're like, surprise, here's this thing I peed on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. how many times do women surprise, like, because a lot of women will surprise their husbands by, like, having a cute t-shirt on that says something about it or, like, putting a t-shirt on their yeah. kids that say, like, big brother. But so many of them are like, here's the stick that I peed on. Yeah. And it, it has, says it's positive. I mean, look what you did to me. <laughs> you get to hold this pee stick. <laughs> Funny I get to hold a baby for nine months, and you get to hold my pee stick for a few minutes. And so many of the men, it's just normal. I mean, they oh, do yeah. have the little caps that you can put on, but let's be honest, it splashes. Oh, so sure. and they they just think it's normal. They actually they just take it out of the bag, and they're like, oh, you know, they either have their oh, excited yeah. reactions. Yes, Michael was so excited. He was so happy, which yeah. I think made it easier for me because he was so happy and excited <laughs> because. I was not. I mean, it Did really, you start crying when you it, gave him the test? Um, I don't know. I think I'd already cried quite a few tears. <laughs> you got all your tears out point. on the phone with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and even like those few weeks afterwards, I mean, one, because your hormones are raging. Yeah. But I still was just not in this place of like, when I'm ready. Like I was still just kind of in shock, I yeah. think. And so there were so many times that I'd just, like, I'd cry. I'd just cry. They're like, what are we going to do? Like, ugly crying. I mean, it was terrible. And Michael, uh, bless him, would just hug me. and like, babe, it's, it's going to uh, be all right. What is it? It is not going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. So those were really, like, our stories of how we found out. Um, which, by the way, too, with the wedding. So, like, we had... Ours was scheduled for October of 2020. We found out we were having him September of 2020. And I was like, <laughs> obviously, there's no way. Yep. So we actually pushed it to March of 2021, which it all worked out. The wedding was beautiful. It was great. But yeah, yeah it was just the fact, like, again, we were in the same type of space of, like, we have our date set and all this. And then we have to push him back because we find out we're surprised, we're mm-hmm. pregnant. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it was just a lot. And I think even that was a lot in itself just because we already had vendors. We had everything yeah. scheduled. And I was thinking, oh, my God, mm-hmm. like, how how is this even going to happen? How yeah. are we going to do this? And I was this? pretty lucky because we hadn't gotten all of that scheduled yet. Oh, we yeah. just had the planner and started kind of getting, like, preliminary things in place. But yeah. we had had our wedding planned for june of 2020 the end of june and we found out we were having him may of 2020 so it would have given me like two weeks yeah uh yeah so then we moved it back to august of 2020 so that i would have three months (laughs) which is still pretty quick but it was plenty of time it ended up working out great babies got to be at their weddings yes it is so cute So that was kind of a lot. Our of little fun too. illegitimate children. I know <laughs> they're little like wild children right now. I just mine calls me mom. Mom. Like, mom. Every now and then he'll say mama, but right now it's like mom, mom, mom. <laughs> I'm like, what? Fucking two year old says mom. Well, my two year old doesn't say anything, so we're getting there. Well, he's stubborn. But yeah, after um, so after we found out, Aaron and I. We basically, I got in touch with a friend who had had eight babies already, and she did the whole midwife and, you know, birth at home or birthing center, you know, did things more natural, and that's how I wanted to do things. I didn't want to have a birth in the hospital because I wanted it to be more of a personal, you know, I got very personalized one-on-one care, and I wanted it to be a very comfortable situation I don't think I was ready to like give birth at home but I wanted to do a birthing center or something I didn't want to do a hospital so I got in touch with her midwife and she kind of told me what to expect and what I needed to do and she told me based on my symptoms that I was having so far like I was just in the beginning stages stages of my nausea and she was like, I'm, I'm guessing that you're five to six weeks along, you know, with um, the way you found out and everything. And so she was like, I'm going to schedule for you to get a, what do they call A dating ultrasound. So it's like the ultrasound to figure out how far along you are. And it was like a week from then. So we went in for the ultrasound and... Of course, the first ultrasound is always vaginal because the baby's super tiny and it's easier to see that way. So they start doing the ultrasound and she just kind of, I swear it felt like we were sitting there for 20 minutes and she just kept moving the thing around and kept like taking pictures, kept measuring, kept typing, measuring, typing, taking pictures, measuring, typing. And I was like, this was at the birthing. This was at yeah, birthing center. She just kept doing that, and I finally like she was not saying anything. So I was like, is everything okay? And I was like, I mean, just can you tell me something? And she was like, well, you know, I I want to be honest with you. I'm not seeing a baby. She was like, I'm seeing a yolk sac, but I'm not seeing a baby. And you're measuring. At about eight weeks, which tells me that you've probably had a miscarriage. So she was like, I'm going to, you know, do another ultrasound. Or I think they actually started doing an ultrasound on the outside. Yeah. And then they moved to doing the ultra, the intern, the vaginal ultra, ultrasound. And even with the vaginal one, she was like, I can see the yolk sac, but I can't see a baby. And with you measuring at eight weeks, we should see a decent-sized baby in there at this point. And what was crazy is that, like, we hadn't even been planning for a baby. We hadn't been expecting it. But we had had a week since we found out. So we had already, you know, just kind of flipped everything. Like, we were starting to get excited. We were starting to make plans. And 
that took us by such surprise. And then it was like, all of a sudden, it was just gone. And we were, I mean, we both sat in there. We both cried. It was, and it was so crazy to, like, feel that emotion because it was just something that was so unexpected. Yeah, and then the midwife, you know, came in, and she was very sweet and very loving. She hugged us and gave us tissues and said that it was you know, very common. She called it like a missed miscarriage where like the the baby is gone, but your body hasn't passed everything like Mm -hmm. it's supposed to. So yeah, she even, you know, off, she was like, if we need to do, I think what's called a DNC where they like go in and they clean everything out to kind of help your body. She even offered to give me something to like help move the process along. And Thank God I have never been someone that really liked, you know, medicine. It's just... Yeah, I'm so I'm, glad you listened to your body. Yeah, I, I, I prefer to do most things natural anyways, but I was like, no, I'll, I'll let my body, you know, do it as it needs to. Well, about a week goes by and I'm still throwing up four to five times a day and I have not bled or cramped or anything at this point. And I finally, you know, I called my mom, told her what happened because no one else knew at this point. I think we had, we had told Aaron's parents like four days later that we were pregnant because they, oh my God, they, they love babies. They love grandchildren. They already had one. Felt like Russ kind of knew. Yeah. Like he, well, whenever we FaceTimed them, they were like, what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, so, and of course we had to tell them that we had a miscarriage and that there wasn't going to be a baby after all. And then I called my mom, told her that I had been pregnant and that I had had a miscarriage, but that I was still really sick and that I thought that something was wrong. Well, at the time she still lived in Houston. She was like seven hours away. She just shows up. (laughs) That's That's the kind of mom I have. Like she just, she, she knew that her baby needed her. She just showed up. I didn't even know that she was coming she just, I was staying home from work because I was so sick and I remember laying in bed and I heard the front door open and I was like, oh, maybe it's Aaron. And she pops her head in the door and I was like, mom. what the fuck? Mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> like, mom. And uh, yeah, so she took care of me and she was like, I, I think a couple days went by. She was like, we need to go to the hospital. She was like, you should have miscarried at this point. Like, you would be nine or ten weeks along and you're still not miscarrying and you're still this sick. It doesn't make any sense. So, again, you found out you were pregnant. I did. Went to a more holistic type of space. Yes. Found out from them that you were supposedly not pregnant. Yes. That you were going to be miscarrying. You decided not to take any of the medicine or have procedures and to miscarry naturally. Yes. And now we're at this point where you're still sick, so let's go into it. Yeah, so, so we go to the actual hospital, the actual gynecologist, and um, I was telling them what was going on, and so they, they drew blood. And they said that my HCG levels were through the roof, which is the pregnancy hormone. And they were like, if you were miscarrying, these would have dropped by now. So she was like, I don't know what's going on, let's do another ultrasound. And so I think another week had gone by. So at this point, if her measurements had been right, I would have been at 10 weeks. Yeah. Well, they do the vaginal ultrasound. Like first thing, my mom is in the room, all that jazz. I'm still, they, they do the vaginal ultrasound. She, you know, sticks the big rod inside of me and I'm sitting there and I'm telling her all about my miscarriage. And she's just sitting there like real quiet. I love my gynecologist. She's so sweet. And she's just sitting there real quiet. She's just letting me talk, let me finish. 
And finally, when I get done telling my story, she just goes, yeah, girl, you're pregnant. (laughs) And I was like, no, I'm not. And she was like, yeah, there's, there's a baby in there. And she turns the screen and there's a little gummy bear and you can hear the heartbeat, heartbeat. You can see it on the monitor and everything. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I said that in the doctor's office. And at that point I was just mad. Because yeah. of the emotional roller coaster that I had been put on. Mm-hmm. And they were they even said, like, I don't know how they like measured you at eight weeks. I would say you're barely at six weeks right now. Yeah. And so she was like, I don't know how they got that measurement. I don't know, I don't know what happened. And I just mm-hmm. it blew my mind. And even my it mom my, mind. my mom is sitting on the opposite side of the monitor. And like the second she inserts the ultrasound thing, my mom goes, <gasps> <laughs> she does like this little gasp but she doesn't say anything because she saw she's had four children so yeah. she knows what you know a little six-week-old baby looks like in the uterus and she just goes <gasps> <laughs> and yeah so she just goes yeah you're pregnant and they give me a big goodie bag full of all these wonderful things and they give me some nausea medication and oh, all this Shit. and you I literally just Oh, yeah. The whole ride home, I just kind of sat in silence because I was so angry at what, like, the hell that I had just gone through. Because it does not matter whether you were preparing for the baby, you know, all of that. Once you find out that you're pregnant and you get excited about it and you want that baby and then you suddenly lose that baby, it wrecks your world. It wrecks your world. And so to have gone through that roller coaster of emotions was uh, a little frustrating. (laughs) I emailed the sonogram place. I emailed that midwife. I was ready to sue. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't sue. Here's the thing though too. Shonda is so like non-confrontational. Yeah. She does not like confrontation. No. And this is still all going on. I had no idea she was even pregnant in the first place. Yeah. I hadn't told anybody. And we finally, one day, she called me, mm-hmm. which again, that's so out of the blue. <laughs> and so I answer, and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, what's going on? And she goes, well, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and again, this is before I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. And she was like, well, we found out we were pregnant, and then we thought we miscarried, and then I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, what? <laughs> What? I was like, okay, wait a minute. So you are pregnant or you're not yeah. pregnant? I was like, let's rewind. And so she walks me through all of that. And I'm just so speechless because yeah. I'm like, I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. And I, I don't even, like, have the words for you. I don't even know what to mm-hmm. say. And, like, this is when she was kind of talking to me. And I think maybe you were talking to me about it, too, because you know I am more confrontational. Yes. And I'm like, like she would have fought. Yeah. Because yeah. imagine... Because, okay, here's the thing. I am not a doctor. I am not a, I'm not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. But I feel like it would have been standard procedure if you think that a woman has miscarried. Why would you not do a blood test and then still yeah. be like, you know, come back in a week and we'll do another one just to just be sure. But they just instantly were like, I'm sorry, you miscarried. If you want to take something, we can give you something. Yeah. If you want to get a procedure done, we can do a procedure. Like it just was very like, oh, sorry, like here's something to fix it kind of thing. And it just like how 
what if I had done that? What if I had taken her up on that and taken whatever she was going to give me or just went ahead and scheduled the procedure? I might have lost my baby because of that. Well, and I remember when you were telling me about the email and you're like, I don't know if I should send this. And I'm like, you fucking you send, send it. <laughs> and you say this and you say that. Because in my mind, one, I'm like heartbroken for you and yeah. like what's been going on. Yeah. But then I'm also in my head thinking, how many fucking women have they done this to? Right. How many women have gone into this place mm-hmm. that they're supposed to trust these people and that same situation happens but instead of listening to their bodies and themselves, they instantly take the medicine yeah. or they have the procedure done yeah. without double checking, like, how many babies had actually been lost because of one person right. saying that. Because that of just, you know, know getting put on a conveyor belt, like, oh, I'm sorry, yes. it didn't work out. Oh, I'm sorry, it didn't work out. Yeah, I don't think that place is actually open anymore. Oh, really? There. Yeah, Ooh. I don't think that they are. Um, I'll have to look into that. But, and we won't throw any names out there. No. And I also do want to be very upfront, which I think, Shonda is the same way too at least for me I am very your body your choice yes like we're both in the same boat with that so some people are probably gonna like that some people are gonna absolutely hate that but guess what I don't fucking care (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking care (laughs) I will say that in the scariest voice I can yeah I mean we are all about just like not mom shaming or shaming anybody for that matter because Again, it's your body. I don't give a shit what you do with it. And yes, we have our own babies and we love them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wanted to bring that up because as I'm sitting here saying, like, I can't imagine how many women they did that to. Yeah. It's just one of those things, though, that, like, that woman didn't have a choice. They were listening to a doctor, to somebody that they were supposed to trust. Yeah. And as women, we have to feel confident in just trusting our intuition, trusting our bodies, and, I mean, um, every woman has the right to have a child or not, Yeah. whether she wants to or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it, Everybody has it their is own up stories. to the woman. Yeah. It is up Everybody to the Everybody has their own stories. And for all of you that, you know, may be listening and you judge us for saying this or you judge women for the choices yeah. that they make, then we're probably not the podcast for you. So you bye. shouldn't be listening to us. <laughs> no. So yeah. Like Anyways, <laughs> where were we? So yeah, I called you and I told you all about yeah, that. I said send the fucking yeah. email. So and they did, to be honest. Yeah. I, I sent them that email about, you know, what they had to put me through and they they gave me my money back because it was like $240 to get the ultrasound that told me that I had miscarried when I hadn't. Yeah. So, yeah, they sent me my money back, and they apologized, and uh, that, I mean... I mean, and that's all they can do, but at yeah. the same time in your head, it's like, that's not enough. I, I know, for the emotional, like, trauma that it caused, and I mean, yeah. even Aaron, like, obviously, the men, most of the time, just feel so helpless, helpless whenever... That, like, their woman is pregnant because there's literally, I mean, they can do everything they can to help, but they can't take away the, like, physical burden that we have to go through. So, Aaron, even, I mean, after we found out that we miscarried, like, he got sick. He, could, he couldn't eat normal for, like, a day or so because emotionally... Yeah. 
when like heavy stuff hits him, it, it affects him physically. Yeah, it, it affects him physically really bad. So, I mean, that was a lot of trauma, especially for a new mom that's never gone through it before. You know, they had no idea what to expect. It was very traumatic. And no woman should have to, you know, stress and go through crazy high and lows emotionally. It's not it's not good for the pregnancy. So, no. yeah. Mistakes happen and things happen. We get it. But yeah. still, like women, if you are listening, mm-hmm. always, always, always get a second opinion. Yes. Have a second look unless it is like 100% sure and you know and like you are listening to that you know part of your body that's like yeah I know that I did or whatever that looks like like always 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 get a second opinion because you never know yeah you just never ever know yeah um so yeah that was was a (laughs) traumatic story which it's still like I mean, that's just still, it's one of those things that I I still can't even believe happened. Basically, no part of my pregnancy was great from, from conception until, (laughs) until exit. (laughs) So we can, we could talk about that next. What are, what are pregnancy, what was your pregnancy like? (laughs) Um, Well, we'll just talk about like our pregnancies. We'll get into labor and stuff maybe this next week, or we may do like a whining Wednesday. We are going to do whine We whine about our birthing because that was not great. That may be what we do is like we do a that'll be finding about birth. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, we'll plan on trying to do that. But um, yeah, with my pregnancy, I mean, I'm not going to lie. So again, Shonda was in her mid 20s when mm-hmm. she was pregnant. Yeah, I was 24. I, yeah, I was 30. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit older. <laughs> um, just a smidge. Just a smidge. And so... um. Yeah, I, we went in and found out, I think it was actually only four to five weeks along. Like, mm-hmm. I was not very far along at all. Um, at this point, I was kind of listening to my body, too, and I just wasn't fully prepared yet to stay at home, like, to do a home birth or anything like that. I hadn't researched a lot, but I also, again, I was listening to my body, and something just wasn't feeling right to me. Like, I just felt like I needed to be you know, at a hospital, but I did want to try to do a natural birth. That's what I was going to shoot for. But I was also very open, Mm -hmm. um, which I think everybody needs to go into things like that. Like, you know, have a plan, but also be open in case, you know, things don't work out like in my situation. But anyways, yeah, I went in, I was only like four or five weeks pregnant. Again, this is the beginning of the pandemic too. So I found out in the beginning of the pandemic, we didn't really know what was going on. Thankfully, Michael was able to go in and, like, hear the heartbeat. And, like, mm-hmm. I had the video. And that's when things, like, really hit. When I was like, oh, fuck, oh, this is Oh, I real. forgot about that. Yeah, I was literally, I, I was, like, panicking that our husbands weren't going to be able to be in the room yeah. when we had our babies. Yeah. Oh, I was freaking out about that. I had, I think I even told you, I was like, yeah. I'll fucking give birth in this parking lot. <laughs> like, I will not be in this room by myself. Absolutely yeah. not. I will have a parking lot, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I was not, I was not, not doing it, it but that's husbands. like where we were in the pandemic where, you know, we first, he came to the very first appointment with me and was able to hear the heartbeat, which I'm so grateful and thankful for. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had to 
do it alone. Yes. I mean, I had to go to all of my appointments by myself. Even when we found out the gender, we had to do it through FaceTime, which oh, is like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was still, I mean, it's just like so sad when I look back on it. And mm. I'm also like, it makes me sad for those women who just don't have somebody or maybe their husbands aren't as involved. Yeah. Um, or their partners aren't as involved. and Or just not having a support person in general. Yes. It is very... I mean, having my husband and having my mom there, you know, my mom was there for so much of it. And I can't imagine, I mean, any woman that has to go through that by themselves, I mean, deserves a fucking crown because that that is a lot to have to do without a support person. Yeah. And that's where I was with it is that Michael was so beyond supportive throughout my entire pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And it like hurt my heart for him more than anything else because he wanted to come to these appointments so badly. Yeah. He wanted to be there with me. He wanted to have updates. He wanted to ask questions. Mm -hmm. You know, he wanted to be a part of it all. And so it just hurts me so much to think back of, like, Michael had to miss all of that. Like, he had to miss all of it because of the pandemic and all this, you know, not being sure of what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's how we kind of spent those nine months, you know, towards the end of our pregnancies, too. It was, like, some places, not in Oklahoma, but there were other states that weren't letting husbands go into the delivery rooms. And I was like, "Mm, negative, (laughs) not going to happen. Um, I will give birth in a pasture. Oh, yeah. There was just no way. And bless Michael again. He's like, babe, if you have to. I was like, I don't have to. Like, <laughs> I haven't got to do nothing. No, it's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so I I had a really good pregnancy on <laughs> you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, No, I, I really am happy. Yeah. I am always, anytime I hear about a woman that, you know, has a glowing pregnancy, yes, I'm always very, very, very I happy for them. I <laughs> definitely was glowing. I had a very good pregnancy. Um, it was. It was very easy for me. I think just the scariest part was being in the pandemic and mm-hmm. – you know, again, with me, like, Shonda's non-confrontational. I very much am. And I was getting to a point, like, I even complained to the doctor. I almost switched our doctors Oof. at, like, I think I was, like, seven months pregnant. Damn. Because they weren't letting Michael come with me. I was super frustrated. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to let me into the, or let him into the delivery room. Like, I was just in all sorts of panic. Yeah. You know, and finally, like, Michael talked me off that ledge. And he's like, babe, we've only got a few more appointments. Like, let's just get through this. Yeah. And I'm like, fine (laughs) because mike is so (laughs) level-headed yeah and he really is uh, for sure he's the level-headed one uh and the more patient and calm one for sure i think the the other big thing with me too is that i bled a lot through my pregnancy which i don't know if you you remember that yeah and so I had to go in and do a bunch of, like, extra tests. And, I must like, have I, blocked a lot of that time out. Probably. You were <laughs> I don't remember pre- that. Yeah, you were pregnant, though, too, during most of it. But yeah. especially in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. I was bleeding a lot. I went in one night because I I was bleeding. Like, I sat down and I was just was bleeding. I oh, thought wow. I miscarried. Oh, I think I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, and I wasn't. And so then it kind of kept happening in the doctors. And was, she said, you know, obviously it's not common, but it yeah. is. And I can't remember what they called it, but... Either I, I bled for, I mean, quite a few months, like just randomly, I would mm-hmm. bleed quite a bit. And so I'd always make sure like he was moving or, you know, just I, I feel like I was able to tell that things were okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to go have a bunch of just different tests and extra shit done because uh, of all those that. fucking Rogan shots. Oh, <laughs> yes, that was freaking I terrible. Hate, so for anyone who doesn't know, it's never gone through it. If, if you have. And 
RH negative yes, blood which type. Were. Yes, I forgot. if you have a negative blood type, then you have to get what's called the Rogam shot. I believe is what it was called. Yeah. It's for like in case your baby has a different blood type or has an RH positive blood type. Yeah. I think I'm using these terms right. I don't I think- know. I'm not a medical person. <laughs> If there's a potential that your baby has a positive blood type, then your body could attack the baby because of the, you know, because basically babies are parasites (laughs) to the mother, to the mother's body. So obviously your body's going to attack it if it sees it as a threat. So you have to get the Rogam shot and somehow that, I don't really know how it works, but that's what, that's what, that's what I'm told that you have to do. And we both had that. We were both negative. And so I swear I had to get it done like four or five times. Yeah. And. I did too because again I was bleeding and that's yeah. like sometimes a cause for concern when it comes to that stuff. So yeah. I had to have like extra shots. Mm-hmm. And then just the other thing too is if you have been pregnant, haven't been pregnant, and you do a hospital type regular birth, mm-hmm. you have so much blood work and shit Ugh. that you have to get done. And I hate needles. And oh, I hate blood work. And see, work. I don't mind needles. Ugh. And I, I mean, I always think that the when I get no. blood drawn, it looks cool. No, I, I like can't. see the like, blood. I sweat. <laughs> hands get sweaty and I like can't look at it but it is that it being in the hospital and having like so many like tubes in you and needles in you and everything it's very overstimulating and it's very basically the whole hospital experience is really not that great yeah no it's not and that we'll get into that in the next episode for sure but um yeah, my pregnancy was really easy. The saddest part was just not being able to have Michael there, you know, and again, finding out, you know, the gender through FaceTime. Like, yeah. he was sitting in the parking lot in the car. Oh, man. Like, waiting. Yeah. It bummer. Was just, it was so sad. And that is a bummer. Yeah. I think for me, too, like, I really didn't start showing until I was probably about se- I mean I stayed pretty tiny yeah, until about both six did. months and then it was all of a sudden like bam, bam. <laughs> yeah and I had I mean my hair was healthy and growing mm. and my skin was glowing and my nails were great I had no morning sickness <laughs> like I had energy like I was great my sex drive was high like yeah <laughs> No, it was freaking awesome. Well, that's not my story. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get into Shonda's pregnancy because uh, her is very different. Again, very opposite from my beautiful pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah. So it was literally, I think, a week after we found out that I was pregnant. Like I was saying that we, we talked with the midwife and we did the ultrasound, was told that we had a miscarriage then was told that we were not it was literally the day that I called that midwife so I would have been like maybe five weeks along at that point because I was not eight weeks despite the measurements that were taken I was probably about five weeks along and I'm sitting there talking to her like trying to gear up for what things are going to be like and I'm getting nauseous like I'm suddenly getting the urge to throw up and so I told her I was like is that normal (laughs) dumbass and she was like yeah 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 that's totally normal for you know the first uh trimester the first trimester it'll stop at 12 weeks so I basically immediately start throwing up multiple times a day and I'm telling y'all that I tried everything I tried the candies I tried the bracelets I tried having crackers on my nightstand (laughs) so that I ate the second that I woke up I I tried everything under the sun before trying to like trying medication and stuff yeah. because like I said I try to do try to be natural as much as possible 
And I did not stop throwing up until I was about 32 weeks, I think. Yeah, you were far. Yeah, so I I was throwing up from week five to, I think, week 32. And it was anywhere from three to, I think the worst day was like seven Seven times and in I a day. Hate throwing up. Yeah, and it, I, it really yeah. was. I mean, there would be days where I was I was so miserable. I mean, Aaron even says like I lost my personality through this time because oh, I I couldn't even sit there and have a conversation with them with someone without feeling like I was going to be sick, and that feeling mm-hmm. is so miserable, and it just would last all day. From the second I woke up until the second I went to bed, I was sick. And it didn't matter how much I ate. It didn't matter how how little I ate. I basically got to the point to where I was, like, afraid of eating food because throwing up nothing was easier and, like, less disgusting than throwing up food. Yeah. And I basically would just go to, like, one of those Herbalife places and get one of their shakes that's supposed to be a meal replacement have some of that, throw it up, try to finish it, throw it up. And it was just that every single day. And I think at the end of it all, I had lost about 19 pounds. I was about 130 when I got pregnant. I dropped down to like 112 or something like that. And uh, 111 maybe. Once week like 31 or 32 hit is when I stopped throwing up every single day. And I also started drinking a gallon of water every day. I got a big ass water bottle and I would just chug it every single day until I drank like a full gallon. And I stopped throwing up. So I was like, maybe it was the water. (laughs) I'm allowed to say this because you're my best friend. But she, for real, at one point looked like a character out of a Tim Burton movie. I did. Like, she was so, so thin, (laughs) but had, like, this little bump. It was just, like, the color was drained from her. Like, I just, it hurt me to see her that way because that's how bad it was. At my gender reveal... I literally, I just, like, sat in my vanity, and my sisters and my mom, like, stood around me and did my hair and my makeup, and I just stared off into the distance because I just felt so bad. And I look back at pictures, and, like, my wrists look so bony, and, like, my face is so gaunt, and my head almost looks too big for my body at that point. And my hair, like, pregnancy is supposed to, like, you know, great skin, great hair, blah, blah, blah. My hair was falling out in clumps because I was like, because I was starving, basically. Nothing could keep up because I was starving. I ended up getting like four cavities while I was pregnant because I guess the bile was just eating away at my teeth from throwing up every day. Yeah, it was was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And not only that, but every bad pregnancy symptom that you could possibly have, I had. I had horrible horrible reflux to the point where like I thought that I was having a heart attack because my chest and my throat would burn so bad and then I had horrible I would be constipated for like days until my stomach was hurting so bad that I was crying and then I would just have raging diarrhea you're welcome everybody (laughs) my body was literally like what the fuck (laughs) it was so bad everything hurt I could not sleep because 
uh, my son was giant. There was actually like a couple points where like I would go in for my ultrasounds and they would just kind of like be real quiet. I was so fucking sick of that. By the end of it, I was like, just tell me what's going on because they would, the ultrasound tech would be real quiet and she wouldn't say anything. And they can't tell you shit. No. And they would be like, okay, I'm going to go get the doctor. And I would be like, great. There's something wrong. And they would just come back in and the doctor would be like, oh no, they just wanted me to take a look because he's really, really big. And I would be like, great. Great, because the whole time he was measuring at like 98, 99 percentile, whatever. And I had like a smaller frame. My hips have definitely gotten wider since then. (laughs) I think they will be permanently. But I had a pretty small frame for the pregnancy. And so I was getting kind of concerned. I was like, are we we thinking that I'm going to have to C-section? Like, what's going on? And they were like, no. No, you got it. It'll be fine. Like, you can handle it. See, Cohen was little. Cohen was always always tiny yeah like he just I mean and that's like it always made me feel so bad too like when we would get together because (laughs) here's Shonda over here like pretty much dying Dying. (laughs) and then here I am like oh my god this is great I'm doing headstands and yoga and like I'm like just laying in my deathbed and I know a lot of women have had it far worse in their pregnancies (laughs) well I mean I know my I mean Aaron's ex-wife my stepdaughter's mom she had a horrible pregnancy where she was I mean throwing up insane amount of times a day she was having to take shots like every week like she just she was having to go through hell too so I I I did not have to do that but any pregnancy diagnosed that or like did they ever was there like it was ne- I was never given like an official diagnosis, but I was told by um like one of the nurses that I probably had I'm I'm not sure they called it HG, but it's like hypermesis gravidarum or something. I think that's how it's hyper. She Is called it hypermesis. Um, it's actually I think it's like forty percent of women that get it. So I mean, it's pretty it's pretty up there. I think it's characterized as vomiting multiple times a day past the point of like 20 weeks. And that is what I guess characterizes hypermesis. I'm not quite sure. I'm not yeah. not a medical person again. But yeah, I was told that that's probably what I had, but I was never given an official diagnosis. And I, I mean, I even was taking medication at one point. I took, um, I had to go and do like multiple IVs like I went to the emergency room one time I went and just got like got them scheduled at the hospital a couple of times because I was losing I I mean I couldn't hold anything I couldn't hold water Gatorade nothing so I had to go and get multiple IVs and I would be given what like Zofran or something like that and I was given medications for uh, nausea but they didn't work they never worked I'm like it just makes me miserable. Like, yeah, I can, I cannot stand to throw up. Yeah, that is uh, that is the worst thing. I did. Me. I would just lay. I was so traumatized from it. I would just like lay on the bathroom and cry, and I would be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't do it. And like, Aaron, your whole thing was just traumatized. It, yeah, all of it. Literally, all of it was bad. I'm not trying to scare everyone from getting <laughs> pregnant. But that was just my experience. Like, yeah, I had a good pre- like, yeah. I had a good pregnancy. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, people love to ask, you know, and be like, oh, yeah. you're going to have another one. And I'm like, I'm going to have to get past some trauma first <laughs> before yeah. I think about having another one. But even with me, like, I mean, we had an easy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still, I mean, I'm not ready. I'm just like, yeah. I'm good. But yeah. my toddler is also <laughs> kind of an asshole sometimes. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, I'm yeah. pretty good right now Yeah, not doing that. Yeah. And I love my son. But 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yep. But that was that all for my pregnancy? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't get sick one time. Yeah. I can remember two times out of my whole pregnancy that I got a little bit nauseous, mm-hmm. but I didn't throw up. But I yeah. think it was because I was like, nope, not today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not today. And I, like, held that shit in. Yep. There's no way. And then other than that, I mean, I think with my pregnancy, like, that was the healthiest I've probably ever been in my life. Yeah. I mean, and that's what a lot of women say is, like, that's when they feel their absolute best. My grandmother was that way. Yeah. My mom tells me all the time that, like, when she was pregnant, that's when she felt her absolute best. Yeah. Well, I just feel like I was kind of in the mindset of, like, now I have another human mm-hmm. inside of me that yeah. is growing. Like, let's be healthier. And I mm-hmm. wasn't, like, super unhealthy to begin with. Right. But... I was more so, like, very cautious of what I ate, mm-hmm. and I was very healthy. I wasn't putting stuff into my body. Yeah. Um, I was doing yoga. I mean, I think we might have talked about that oh, in yeah, the first you episode. Did, you did yoga until you were, like, big uh, pregnant. Yeah, I was I, – well, I started my yoga training before <laughs> oh, I yeah. found out I was pregnant. Yep. And then I found out I was pregnant, and I was <laughs> like, I still had a while to go, and I was like, Mm-mm, I'm mm. not stopping. We're going to do this damn thing. Yep. So I did. I went through my yoga teacher training until I graduated or finished that when I was seven months pregnant. Oh, man. Yeah, and then I have a picture of me when I was – it was a few days before, I think, we went in. I'm doing, like, headstands and handstands and, <laughs> like, moving my body and just, oh. like, yeah. And I even tried going to your class, and I would try to do, like, child's pose – and I would start feeling my stomach acid come up into my throat, and I would have to sit back up because my yeah, indigestion was so bad. It was you and you and April. Hi, April. Hi, April. April um, yeah, she yeah, was so you guys pregnant both too. Came in to my class, mm-hmm. you guys were both pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a rut. And then, I mean, towards the end there, Jax, like he was so big. I literally thought that there was going to be a couple times that he was going to break my ribs because he was kicking so hard. And his, so the way he was positioned, obviously his head was down, luckily. And then his back kind of ran all the way up my side. And then his butt was in one rib cage and his feet were were in the other rib cage. And I, I got to where I was having to sleep in my recliner that my husband got me because laying in bed just wasn't an option. I couldn't lay on my back. I couldn't lay on my side. Obviously couldn't lay on my stomach. So I started sleeping in my recliner and I would, I would push my hand into my rib cage and try to sleep like that because I was trying to brace my ribs against his feet because he was yeah. kicking so hard, which is hilarious because my mom uh, said the exact same thing about me and about how I almost broke her rib cage. So I guess it was payback. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry, things, mom. Yeah. Stuff really is payback for sure. Yeah. So see, as you can tell, <laughs> again, complete opposite. Yes. In... We have very different perspectives on life. Oh, yeah. But that, like, the great, again, the great thing is, is that, like, so opposite but yet we're there to go through all of it together to talk to each other yeah support understand yeah Mm -hmm. empathize (laughs) yeah oh man yeah there was a lot of that for sure but I mean really I think that's I think that's it for our pregnancies next time around we'll talk about childbirth and postpartum Yeah. That's a journey. We'll get into that a little bit. And I think we'll do that one with wines so that we can yeah. sit there. So we can whine about it. Yeah. That's really what it's going to be because I still whine yeah. about my young and delivery. Uh, Not uh, the best experience. But we will leave you with this. What was uh, 
how big was he when you had him? He was eight pounds and fifteen ounces. So oh, he man. was almost nine pounds, yeah. folks. <laughs> and ours was only like six five, I think. <laughs> He was a little guy. So, so nice. <laughs> so I will say, though, I feel like we our hospital experiences were both about the same. I mean, they both different sucked. stuff. <laughs> different stuff happened. Yeah. But as far as that goes, like, it was just one of those, I want a home birth yeah. the next time. I th- sure. Yeah, I think next time around, we will both be doing things pretty differently. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that next time, since we're now so, at an hour. I know. <laughs> wow, it's amazing how fast time flies when you're bitching. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you guys join us for this next one, and hopefully you've kind of liked what you've heard so far um, we're posting on our social media which is all um within the description and you can find us um at underqualified moms mm-hmm. shonda and Britt. yeah just keep kind of following along we'll definitely mm-hmm. be doing more of these right now it's a lot more of the introductions and kind of getting into things yeah but we will definitely start going into you know more stuff that's kind of like going on in the world as far as you know some astrology stuff and yeah like... we do we're so we want to set this up in like categories we obviously we want to talk about motherhood and we want to talk about relationships but Britt does a lot of the witchy stuff and she maybe <laughs> she'll you know get to do some like readings and stuff on the podcast and I'm a little more businessy, so maybe I can talk about business stuff because everybody <laughs> loves that. <laughs> no, but we're we're gonna have a couple of different categories. What we figured these first episodes can be all about getting to know us. Yeah, who we are and what we've gone through to get us to this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll go from there. We'll see what everyone prefers after yeah. that. So Yeah. We're not no. organized. No, we are not. <laughs> So if you like organization, then we are not the ones for you. We're not the ones, (laughs) but we're jazzy. Yeah, and we also, too, like, write in. Write in to us about stuff that you, you know, want to kind of talk about or hear about. If you had a crazy pregnancy, a crazy birth story, a, like, fun engagement story, any of that, like, anything we cover, yeah, we want to share stuff like that. I think that we'll do that, too, where we take people's stories and we'll talk about them on the podcast yeah and i like that little things like that just mm-hmm. little fun things yeah people involved a little bit more so yeah everybody stay tuned we're so excited for this we're having fun with this mm-hmm. um still recording in the closet which is hot as i was just gonna say i'm so, so i am sweating. i am steamy <laughs> <laughs> i am moist <laughs> just gonna let you all this chew on that <laughs> Yeah, it is hot we'll end on that note. <laughs> uh, see you next time, folks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.